0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Have you tried the Name Your Price tool yet? It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage
2: options that fit your budget. It's easy to start a quote and you'll be able to find a rate that works for you. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive. Get your quote today at
1: progressive.com and see why 4 out of 5 new auto customers recommend Progressive.
0: everyone it's sunday night it's the Fatback four it's definitely episode four this week and um, not like i made a mess last week all the usual gang are back so matt ian grizz and myself gav we're going to get straight into things lads and um, very important issue come up today that we are talking about and it's we're all stuck on a desert island the four of us and we need to survive let's say for a month Until we get rescued Um, And we need to know What your strengths And weaknesses are When it comes to being On this desert island Ian I'm going to come To you first Um, How are you helping out And how are you going To hinder us
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well I knew you come to me First then You prick Uh, I know
0: yeah
3: I didn't know a month Man Where the fuck Did a month come from You might actually Lose some weight
1: (laughs) No, we'd be like Haley on Lost, who was there for seven years and didn't lose a pound of weight. <laughs> uh, my, my strengths and weaknesses. Right. I'm strong. Uh, I keep your spirit up, do you know what I mean? Because I'm a dickhead and I'm always laughing and joking.
2: You've got a big uh, head. So you can knock. I've got a big head. I
1: don't, I'm knock not knock sure I've got a
2: You can knock stakes in the ground to build a tent.
1: Oh, true, yeah, true.
3: Uh, massive, massive. We wouldn't need a hammer. Because have you seen the size of his forehead? He can open the camera. <laughs> no, seriously, have you not seen the size of Ian's forehead? In London, we call it a, we call it a spam. Oh, he wow. doesn't know what a spam is. I call him a, a spam. spam. It's spam. called a spam. Well, mate, we
1: go- well the, the next time you hear one of your lady friends call it the mysterious mallet, she's talking about something else, mate. Honestly, <laughs> trust me. Uh, and I, I'd say, I'm mean we, yes, yeah, and I'm I'm quite smart, so I'm a quick learner. So I'd learn what worked and what didn't, quite quite sharpest, Do you know what I mean? My weaknesses, are, uh, I'm a lazy bastard, do you know what I mean? So I'd have all the knowledge of how to fix shit, but I just wouldn't do it, do you know what I mean? mean so, he's
2: going to sit there telling jokes.
1: Uh, my, my whole Basically. contribution to that island would be
0: just picking on Grizz. <laughs> so, and, uh, so you'd, you'd have... Um, You'd have a way of getting us off that island but you'd just be too lazy to tell us is that what you're telling. Is but I, telling I'm very
1: them? manipulative so you wouldn't even realise I was doing it. Do you know what I mean? I'd get you I'd, I'd put an idea in that's your me, head. That's me,
3: man. That's me I'd man. I'd put an, an idea my... in
1: your head and you'd think it was your idea, but I'd planted it there myself, should I mean? That that's my strength or weakness, it depends what side the fence you sit
0: on. I don't know, but you you definitely don't sound like a fucking team player anyway. My, um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> and can I also say, I have got yep. no qualms in eating a human being either, so I wouldn't sleep too long around me on a desert island for a month because I'm eating one of you like, defo. Well, we might as well make it grizz. No,
2: you don't eat halal. Spicy, spicy. You
3: don't eat halal. I'm halal, yeah. so I'm safe. <laughs> only nah, Gav will grizz... eat, eat me because only Gav eats halal.
1: Grizz, it yeah. just tastes like bullshit.
0: <laughs>
3: Now
0: that's Matt. No, that's... Matt um, what are you bringing to the party, Matt?
2: Are these real things, or can I make stuff up?
0: You can do whatever you fucking like. You're on a desert island. You know, <laughs> it's <laughs> a free for all.
2: I would do. I reckon I could fish with me oh. with my bare hands. I reckon I could catch a few. Uh, I reckon I could chase a chicken and catch that.
3: Um <laughs> not you know this? <laughs> no problem. Go on. You know, what, what? No, no, go He he's rocky, this prick. <laughs> I reckon no, like, What the fuck are you doing chasing I reckon, chickens I reckon on an island? I can climb up a
2: coconut me. tree and get coconut. Green dad. I can build shit. So I'll build you can myself, build shit? I'll build myself a house.
1: Uh, What else could I do? Yourself a house? Yeah. What about us?
2: <laughs> no, you're too lazy. I'll put it in the middle. You can be awesome no, in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll build a boat and fuck off from you all.
0: Yeah, so again, a, a really good team player that's talked just about himself. worrying, man. man. I thought
3: we are a team, man. What the fuck's going yeah. on here? You? No, you're there's right, no team now. It's
0: just it's, yeah. just it's kill, or be killed now, Grizz, I think. Um, any weaknesses, Matt, no? No, mate.
2: No, not for me. Are you really, are
0: really bad at building boats in your sink, like, or anything like that, no?
2: No, no. Sound.
0: Okay, now, um, on to Grizz. Grizz, don't even attempt to tell me you have fucking scout badges and all that, okay? No, you're it's...
3: No, 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 it's not even about scat badges, right? Because okay. I, I, I read this topic wrong, right? So I thought... There's you know, a surprise? We're in a desert island, and I thought we have to sort of, like, get out of there or something. So I was thinking more like, how we how we going to escape from this desert island? You're not getting on my boat, you oh. fat fuck. No, I don't need to get on your <laughs> boat, son. I don't need to get on your boat. I've got contacts, as you all know. Right? <laughs> so I would... Which one of you can light a fire?
0: Michael Edwards is collecting
3: them. I could do that. No, no, no. If, all right, so if Matt can light a fire on me, I'll, I'm sure whatever island we're on, I've got a few contacts within like 25 miles. So I would look to get us rescued. That would be my main strength because, you know, Mate, me and the communication... Fast food,
1: restaurants are not contacts.
3: <laughs> you wouldn't get us rescued. You'd get a parachute par- no, fucking get you, southern fried chickens coming in. I want I to get you rescued, Matt, for shit. But me and, me, and Matt, me and Gav are looking to get away because my weakness, as you all know, is food, and I will really panic for more because, like, even though I can fast, right? You know, I don't know where we what we what we doing for food, lads. Because like, you can what, mate? Can I'm very fat. fussy. I'm very fussy when it comes to food. I'm not into like seafood and all that. Like Matt can like sort of like Matt can eat crabs and shit. You know, you know, Matt. Matt can eat anything. And so can Ian. But, I, but me and Gav, I, I reckon we'd be picky with our food. So that's my biggest weakness. I'd, I'd really start panicking after day two because I reckon I can survive two days with just day two. Wait, can I just? <laughs> so, can I just so, ask? So uh,
1: hang on. Can I just ask, Gillis, how he gets his size if he's picky with food? <laughs> fuck off.
3: I eat the same. I eat, I eat the same food a lot, but a lot of it, Ian.
0: that's
3: that's basically 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 it really but now um apart from that yeah weaknesses i'm like ian man i'm um i'm a more of a sort of leader so i'd probably start telling you lot what to do and what not to do but you know it'd be problematic if just me and ian are telling everyone what to do and there's matt doing his own thing so yeah it's not the best team is it us for
1: it'd be like lord of the flies but with Chris will be honest No order no whatsoever. <laughs> but yeah. to be honest with you, no. but to be honest with you the,
3: Matt, can, from the sounds of it's... it, from the sounds of it, Matt's a good, good person to be deserted with on an island. I, you
1: do realise Matt's lying through his ass about all those things. Uh, no, I, I think off, he lad. can
3: do, I, can, I think yeah, he can he, do all that shit. Built he, he can't me. catch
1: fucking chickens.
3: I've seen him videos <laughs> of bungee jumping and shit Yeah, well, what's outside? a bungee
1: jump got to do with fucking feeding a family of four? That's how you can't catch a chicken. bungee jump out a tree and
3: get the chicken. Matt, Matt's the type that I would make jump into trees for me to go and get like, coconuts. Go, Matt, go and catch that coconut for me. Do you know what I mean? I can imagine doing that and Matt doing it. Like, Matt, jump in the sea and go and catch a fish. And Matt, yes, yes sir, just pop, like, you know, like Tarzan. I can imagine Matt being our Tarzan. Definitely.
0: I can, all I can see is um, we're all, Ian's not bothering to build himself anything. He's just staying out in the open because he's too lazy. Matt's building himself a big house. Grizz is telling everyone what to do and there will be a boat and there's probably going to be not helping each other. We're just going to fight to the death to see who actually gets the boat and gets away. So there's no teamwork, no nothing. It's also, kill. or be killed. I put, I right?
2: I, I put my house on uh, three foot stilts so you can get up at
0: Gav. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I carry a big ladder <laughs> and a set of iron bands everywhere I go. <laughs> everywhere
3: <he goes>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> But uh, now look fuck the desert Island. Listen onto the game. Um, we're winning games. We're winning. We're winning a game. Um, Leicester 2, Liverpool three. Um, my nerves were gone. My nerves were gone from, from the first whistle to the last. And a couple of people um, were the cause of that. But Ian, I come to you first. Um, just your overall reaction to the game itself, to the result, and um, it's nice to win, isn't it? Yeah. I mean,
1: I spoke to you. I spoke to all of you through the week, and I, I was very confident we were going to win. But we really do make it hard for ourselves, don't we? It's like it's like fucking the Keystone cops at the back. It's 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 embarrassing to watch really. That that's the best way I can put it. At the back like. But uh, I don't I I think that's possibly the worst I've seen is play all season. That I can't think of a worse performance. It, there wasn't much cohesion. Uh, we didn't create as many chances as we have been. Do you know I mean? we didn't control the ball as much. But we got it done. Do you know what I mean? We scored. C- Coutinho's mustard, didn't he? Uh, he? was just a matter of time before he he, he got back to what, you know what I mean, doing what he does best. Uh, Mignole, fucking hell. I wouldn't have him oh, on the desert we, island, we, put it that way. We get we
0: get, to we uh, get to him. But
1: yeah, I thought, listen, I, I don't think we were as good going forward as we have been. Uh, and I think we were possibly as bad as we have been, if not worse. So all in all, we can't really complain. We we don't do too well against Leicester. Jamie Vardy's a cunt. He always does well against us. So you take it, don't you? And yeah you, and you, honestly me for the last ten minutes I was convinced when they got that penalty kick, if my dog would have been within three yards of me, I would have volleyed him up the arse because I was just livid. But you could see it coming. eh. Uh, but I'm sure we'll discuss that penalty because I know me and you disagree on, on the merits of it later on, but just, the, the overall emotion mate, was just relief at the end just, back, back
0: in it, you know what I mean winning again, and relief Yeah, I, I'm, I'd agree with you on that um, back in it, relief getting a win, it's nice to feel like that Man, I'll come to you next Um, and I'll start with with the Salah goal um, Ian's touched on it there Coutinho was instrumental throughout particularly the first half, but um, this lad, Salah, just looks like he's scoring every game, doesn't
2: he? I know. And he's scoring the harder chances. Because about two years before, everyone's fucking launching remotes at the TV. He's missed a sitter. I, yeah. I had a bit of this today where people are calling him wasteful. I, I'm not going to call him it while he's still scoring. Because, all right, he might miss a sitter, but he's still scoring. What's he on now? Uh, six and nine in all competitions. For uh it could
0: be it is, something around it is.
2: that. For a wide forward, it's unbelievable. It's not fucking wasteful. It doesn't matter which uh which shots he actually scores, as long as he's fucking scoring some. Yeah, jam I love him. He's I mean we've got the same hair anyway. Um and yeah, he's unbelievable. Same
0: speed. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, he is he he does miss that chance two minutes beforehand, but the the header is just you know, it's it's well walked down the left and if you watch it back, you'll see you'll see him actually putting his arm up to Coutinho to show him exactly where he wants it, and Coutinho whips it in, and it's, it's a phenomenal header. It's an absolute phenomenal header from, from yeah. a guy that's not renowned for his heading ability. But Matt, I'll stay with you. Um, when that goes in, you can kind of feel the relief, can't you? Because of that chance was missed, and you're thinking back to Tuesday night when we had plenty of chances and missed them. There was a bit of relief around the place that oh, Jesus, thank God, we've taken them.
2: There was, but I was sound. I mean, I was texting news saying, uh, like, I was buying the whole game. Even when they, they scored the second, I was absolutely sound. For some reason, I just knew we were just going to see it out. There was so much pressure on us to do it. It was the exact type of game that we do. Whenever we expect to win, we don't. Whenever we're mm. up against it and the fans are fucking giving us shit and everyone's getting a bit fucking twitchy
3: ass. And that's when we put it out. And I was actually- i think Gav said that, didn't he? I think Gav said that before the game, didn't you, Gav?
1: You I said it. that. Gav oh, wasn't was having
3: you? it. I oh, was it. Yeah. You? And sorry. Yeah. It's not often you. What, what, mean, what was it? What sorry, was it so that was said? Surprisingly,
1: Chris. <laughs> I said that. It was yeah. probably me actually. <laughs> when, when Liverpool, when our backs against the wall, were a much more dangerous side than people realised. Do you know what I mean? yeah. It's when we play. It's when we're playing against sides who were expected to beat that. The expectation is a bit more like.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's a fair point. Um, Grizz, it gets a little bit better. Then again, I think twenty-three minutes in or so, and um, Moreno breaks from left back. He gets taken down. He gets a nice kick in the head as well for his um for his troubles. But um, you'll see Coutinho's lining this up. He's lined it up, and we've seen from the couple of games that he's played that he needs one to go in. He needs one to fly in, and he's trying them from all angles. But um, it's a stunning free kick though, isn't it? It's it's unsavable
3: do you know if you do you know before the free kick do you know we're talking about the moreno run you you mentioned the moreno run and you know we often talk about our players are not clever enough and sort of snide enough and do you know moreno's got a bit of that when he's looking to get free kicks because it's not it's a free kick but it's not a clear free kick as 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 much as people think he could have easily sort of veered away from him but he, he sort of gets his body right across him so the guy just bumps into him and he gets it. i mean moreno knew exactly what he was doing for that free kick and i loved it and that bit of rolling around at the end as well got him a yellow card i think got the the, the other chap a poor uh, the poor chap a yellow card i think as well so free kick on the edge of the box <sighs> we all know it's full time isn't it i mean how many times has he pulled one of those out you know I, I can remember just three or four at the top of my head i think middlesbrough last year wasn't he on the last day of the season the Arsenal yeah. game. You know, he's pulled out a few crackers. I think
0: so. I've I seen a stat this morning saying that since the start of 2015-16, nobody has scored more free kicks in the Premier League than Phil Coutinho.
3: That's a fact. That's a stunning fact, if true. Yeah. Yeah, Cause no, I, I read thinking, it this morning. Because I was thinking he has. He's got quite a good record. I mean, I mean, with his shooting from open play, it's, it can be fairly hit and miss. It just depends on what mood he's in. If he's in the form, if he just come back from injury, but this is what his third game back, is it? Third game back, I think. Um, I think it was his, was it his yeah, first it start. About third, fourth <laughs> game back. So yeah, yeah. He's, he's you know he's back to sort of you'd like to think optimum fitness, and and that's you know I said it a few weeks ago as well. I said I said a buzz. You know when Phil's fully fit and in the mood, you know you just he's, he as, as as Ian says he's he's pure mustard, isn't he? And um, I had a feeling that was going to fly into the top corner. I don't know what it is, but... Um, yeah, I thought it as well. Yeah, I thought, here we go. Uh, perfect you know? place, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it, was the, it was just far enough, wasn't it? Sort of to get over the wall with a bit of pace, you know? And um, top, top bins, man, lovely. I mean, there were some stupid people saying, oh, Sh- uh, Schmeichel could have made a better fist of it, but I, I think it was right. Yeah, it, I it, think it went was... in off the inside netting. You can't beat that, can you? That's not. Like uh,
0: no, it's it's it's, it's it's a yeah. brilliant free kick, um, and it was good. Well, and it
3: was good to see his passionate celebration and all that bullshit that we've you know sort of been attached to him throughout the summer, or whatever. You know, he sort of kind of it was a good release. Did you did you, did you guys notice that as well? It was a good yeah. release of emotion from the chat. You know, the fella like proper loads of fist pumping. I think he ran towards the Liverpool fans as well, which is good.
0: Well, to be honest with you, um. Ian, I wanted to touch on this as well. He has been trying shots all over the place. He's been, you know, c- cutting inside, lashing balls all over everywhere. And um but the mental effect I think of that goal today, alright, oh, it puts us two 0 up and um it's crucial in the game as the game pans out, but it's um it's you can see it when he scores, you know, just that release from him to say kind of it nearly breaks the ice, doesn't it? It nearly, you know, puts the whole summer not, not completely on the back burner, but edges of that bit further away from, from, from him and the squad as a whole. Uh,
1: yeah, and I think, I think in, terms of, in terms of numbers, do you know what I mean? Here's his goal, we can move on. But I, I never really had a concern about his attitude, you know, when he came back. I thought, he's not really the type of player to sulk and mope, but I genuinely thought he'd put in a shift. If anything, he was trying too hard, like you say, and he... He was shooting from stupid angles, like the Coutinho over a few years ago. You know, he was a bit inexperienced. Uh, but, it, yeah, it was lovely. I, I mean, apart from the fact that it, it's a lovely goal, Like, it, it was lovely to see just... It, you could almost see like the pressure lifting off his shoulders a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like, right, I've got my first goal. Now we can just put it to bed and move on. Do you know what I mean? He
2: always takes a while he, to come back, doesn't
1: he? Injury or yeah, he, back in the, the best. He's not the best at starting from scratch you know I mean but yeah I, I i mean i said he is in the whatsapp group before the game he, he's getting man of the match today i just fancied it he, he, he'd been getting slightly better uh but one thing i'll I just point out is how much of a dickhead glenn odell is right i know mm. it's not a secret but it, when the ball got put down for the free kick <coughs> glenn odell turns around and goes Uh or oh, trent alexander's been on the free kicks while coutinho's been out but there's no chance he's having this because like, he's on the bench, he he's on the squat. fucking bench, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you want us to come on in his trackie and go to Phil? I got this, Phil. I got this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I hate uh,
3: yeah,
1: the, the way he calls him Cortino as well, or Corti. I just hate Glen Oddle. I just needed to say that as well.
3: Lovely player, though, man. Don't say that. He's one of my favourite players. I don't
0: remember him, mate. I'm not as old as you. Oh, fair enough. Carry on. <laughs> <And that's>, um, <laughs> it's been Salah, Coutinho. It's all positive, but I have to hit on the negative, right? And I am fucking and everyone is on this. <laughs> now I'll tell you why. Because to me, um, we, we've people have spoken about Clavin, Lovren, Matip, Mignolet, Carrius. We've gone through them all. We've we've picked the bones of everything. But yesterday, watching Mignolet, Matip, and Lovren between the three yeah. of them trying to marshal the defense was heartbreaking to watch at times, it really was um, I don't think I don't think either, either three of them are on form but I don't think any of them trust each other either I don't think there's any trust there there's no talking There's Lovren's fourth pass of the game he, he, he launches it out of a play when he's trying to pass to Moreno um, you know it's silly back passes <clears throat> Mignolet you know, he gives one straight straight to Okazaki um, Matip is just torn apart by Vardy down the inside right channel. Um, Leicester's left. It just went on and on and on. And I don't know, lads. Um, I'm starting to run out of patience with all three of them, to be perfectly honest with you. I said it during the week, Matip gets away with murder um, as, you know, comparing to what the abuse Lovren gets. But the three of them, for me, I have no confidence in them three at the minute. Um, Matt, I'll come to you first. Do you feel the same or do you just think, you know, it's just who they are, and and we have to grin and bear it until January.
2: Well, that as well. But like, if you watch it back, the performance as a whole wasn't like shambolic all the way through. There was there was moment, a few stupid moments of chaos. Do you know what I mean? And the the, the problem is, if it was a one, if that game's a one off, it wouldn't be too bad. It's the fact that they're doing this every fucking game. So we'll defend well, for... But... 80 minutes and we'll have 10 minutes of absolute fucking chaos they might come in like 3 minute spells throughout different parts of the game but we'll be alright and then out of nowhere it just someone will just have a massive brain fart and it can be anyone anyone of them back 5 um, I mean I think Moreno played well yesterday but he can, <coughs> we all know he can brain fart Gomez is good but he's young so you uh, can't really hold it against him and then the middle 3 just at any point there's just no confidence there's no confidence from us. So, and Klopp's saying things after the game like, oh, you'll probably blame uh, Mignolet from this. So you know the, there's no confidence in there, and they're thinking the same thing that we are. <clears throat> so, so it's just the fact that it's happening over and over again is the main issue. If you watch it back, it's not, it's not
3: a terrible defensive performance other than a few shitty moments. So can I just buy in there, Gav? I've got yeah. to relate to this point. Uh, Matt's right, you know, for once in his life. <laughs> Matt's, 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 Matt's made a, a good point there where he says that it's down to sort of, I mean, a lot of talk. Do you remember a lot of talk the last couple of weeks has been about the system or is it the individuals making errors? Right. And obviously, you know, it's, it usually is somewhere in the middle, it's a mixture of both. But in this game, I, I found that the actual shape of the team was far better so the only errors, sorry, the only chances that Leicester were getting were down to sort of just chaotic moments from individuals. And, and you're right about what you said, uh, Gav, about the trust. There's just absolute no trust between that Bermuda Triangle of ours, that Mignolet, Lovren and Matip. Between them three, that should be... In any, normal, in any normal team, a good, successful team, that is usually the most strongest part, but that is without doubt our weakest part. And, and, and considering that how poor they are individually, we didn't do too bad defensively. I know there was moments where sort of it looked chaotic, but if you analyze the game, and I've watched it twice now, we didn't give them any clear-cut chances Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember them having sort of many, there was like crosses and whatnot. Yeah, Chris, I'm
0: I'm, going to cut across you there, right? And the reason I'm going to cut across you is because there's a chance for Vardy about 10 minutes in. Um, We give the ball away. Matip is looking at Vardy about 40 yards from goal. He's looking at him as the ball is played by Akazaki. And nearly holds his position hoping an offside is given. Vardy's about four yards on. Now, yeah, sorry, Vardy bones Matip, or right, leaves him for for dust.
3: Mm. Matip
0: has no answer, right? So that's Matip. I don't know what he's at defensively. He's burned by Vardy. Vardy goes in tries to open his body, hits a shot. Mignolet saves yeah. it. He saves it well. Now, that's Mignolet doing okay. Then watch Lovren. As the ball comes off uh, Mignolet, Lovren's in a decent position. But instead of attacking the ball and clearing it, and you can to hear you can see <clears throat> Minyday shouting away. Lovren decides to turn away from the ball and look to see where Mares is as the ball is coming back off Minyday. Yeah, okay? no, I
3: mean, and, I mean, and, just, get and what ball. I'm saying,
0: what I'm saying to you is there. What I'm saying, and the whole thing that Sean for me there was the, the the back four, the line was wrong. Matip should have been in a better position to counteract this ball from Makazaki. Minyday makes a decent save. And Lovren is more interested in looking at the player than attacking the ball and just clearing and making a standard clearance. And this is going on all the time.
3: Yeah. No. I mean, listen. As I said, they are the weakness. We know that for a fact. Now it's like them three. It's. I mean, it's strange because again, it adds to the record of another win when Lovren and the Matip. You know this strange record, which is fact of, you know, we've got the most wins, I think, or something, percentage wins, or our best defensive record or something under, uh, under Klopp is with Matip, Lovren, and Mignolet sort of in tandem. But my point more was with regards to sort of, uh, after after that Vardy chance, does anybody else remember sort of anything clear, apart from the odd set piece, you know, m- sort of misunderstanding as usual uh, in the area? I didn't see them cut us open. It's only as you said, when an individual makes, for example, Lovren is playing someone on side. That's an individual mistake, you know. And you can see Klopp going mad on the sidelines. You know, he's drilled a certain routine in, in in their heads, but they're not, you know, they're not acting it out on the pitch. Yeah, but, I mean, that's, as what, as I that's as, what I was saying, mate. That's what I was saying. not As I wasn't too, It's weird. I wasn't. I wasn't too too worried. You know that. I know it seemed chaotic. I was okay. It was a more... I think it was a more... I think it was very similar to how we played, not not in terms of formation or anything, but sort of in terms of mentality and in terms of, you know... We didn't bomb on as as much as as, as usual. I think the setup in midfield was slightly different, which helped as well. I mean, I think Can often played deeper than Hendo. You know, they're uh, alternating in their positions. So I think it was more similar to sort of... Um, what was that game where Emre scored that overhead free kick? Who was it against? Watford. Watford. The likes of Watford an away, West Brom away. Yeah, an overhead free kick.
0: overhead yeah. kicks, kick. He's overhead amazing. He
3: took ten fans. minutes, That's man. There was nothing. T- there him. was nothing for ten. There was nothing for ten minutes. Shut up. <laughs> so yeah, so you know, it was more. Pragmatic you didn't speak for nine of them. <laughs> it, was, it was a. It was a more pragmatic approach, I thought.
2: Well, we never. We very rarely get cut open, do we?
0: Yeah, but. Ian, I don't know how you're feeling about this. Are you more relaxed than I am about it? Or, you know, are you you kind of pulling your hair out the way I am? It's just, I just watch these things and it's simple things that, yeah, okay, we weren't opened up. But we just keep giving these chances to people and giving them encouragement from nothing, nothing positions.
1: Yeah, it's just, we're our own worst enemies, mate, aren't we? Like, Like Matt just said then, in actual play. In transition and stuff, we very rarely get cut open. Do you know what I mean? We would we, we defend well in our position, and good enough. Do you know what I mean? But we've always got something stupid, something really stupid. And it's like they goal, the yeah. yeah, goals before Yeah, they they goals before half time <laughs> is massive stupid foul on Vardy. Which I, on another day you don't get that foul, but it, nonetheless, it's it's still a foul. Do you know what I mean? And then then there's a couple more mistakes from then as well, and it's just I think the two full backs aren't really doing too too bad. I thought I thought Moreno done well yesterday. Uh, but the two centre backs who are supposed to be possibly the two strongest players in your side, possibly even physically but mentally they need to you need to like keep your full backs under rein, don't you? Under reins. Get them back into position, shout at them. The way Carragher used to do all the time. Do you know what I mean? Or the way like Vidic used to do for United, just scream at your full-backs. John Terry, they all used to do it. Our full, but our two centre backs, I've got no confidence whatsoever in in Lovren's case. It, the very first touch he had, like you said, he shanked it out, and you hear the crowd go. Oh, and he must just think, for fuck's sake, <laughs> do you know what I mean? His confidence is completely gone. He's not as bad shot. as he looked.
3: Now, Ian, that first fifteen minutes, you're right. That that first fifteen minutes from Lovren. I was going mental at the at the sh- at the, at the lack of confidence. And you could see it, you know, visibly going through his body. He was totally shot of confidence. You're right. That first 15 minutes was, was a shambolic from him. But to be honest with you, he wasn't so bad after that as much as uh, how, how erratic Matip was. And Gav's right. He does get away with a lot. Well, I mean, I think the team
1: seems to set up a little bit differently. Like, we seem to have... Henderson, Shan, and then when Milner come on, he done it as well. They seem to be holding the position a lot more, you know, trying to protect mm. the back, the back forward a bit more, and it, and they did do that in the main. Mm. Do you mean? I don't, I don't think we played overly well, to be honest. But the back, the, the central back three of your keeper and your two centre backs has got to be strong. It's got we've got we've got teenagers playing a full-back who people are complaining about when the the kids. Do you know what I mean Trent Alexander is eighteen years of age? I was still wanking into a sock when I was still, eighteen. Do you know what I mean? Still,
3: still he, are mate, he's
1: flying <laughs> up and down, flying up and down the wing against fucking the, the, some of the best players in Europe. Do you know what I mean, he's top, top talent. Same with Gomez. I think Gomez is a centre half, to be honest. But they're getting no protection in terms of vo- vocally. Do you know what I mean? Mattup's very quiet. Lovren's arse is gone, so he doesn't want to talk to anyone. Uh, yeah, Minyulay just on. just a fucking Minyulay just ah. Uh,
3: the three I'll of them. Him. No, it, but it, you, it, Ian, Ian, it, Ian, you made a brilliant point there. Did you, did you see? Did anyone see that awful shambolic match of the day afterwards? Right, but what what one bit one bit of ma- uh, match of the day was very uh poignant about the the way United defend. Did you see how much protection their fullbacks were getting when uh, I don't know who the pundits were. We're showing how how Mata and Rashford are literally paying wing backs for Man United, and the fullbacks had so much protection. When do you see our full-backs protected like that? I don't want to yeah. see that though. They were
2: born. I fucking, do. No, nah, they were born team. That like, you look at it, they they'll go to a seven at the back happily. I, I'm happy seeing us attack. I just want Matt, better Matt, if we, Matt, No, wait, wait, wait. Matt, I, I agree with shit at the back. I want better personnel, but I want us to play the same way.
3: No, we would play the same way, Matt. But the point being is, of our, we've, we've often criticised our game management. Again, I'll say, our biggest problem is, when we're winning, we're playing the same way. I don't agree with that, Matt, personally. If we're winning, like just like the Seville game, when we're winning, we're still playing... Kamikaze football. We're still playing that high tempo game. Why are we doing that?
0: I think we're aiming we am... to keep the ball as far away from them centre halves as we can. <laughs> that's, been, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's been, no, that's, that's, that, I'm not joking. I'm genuinely not joking with you. Um, When I watch it, Liverpool play, I'm kind of thinking, look, if we can get as high up this pitch as we can, hopefully that ball travelling 100 yards the other way, somebody can get a toe on it because. I don't trust these lads at all. But look, um, I have to move on because Henderson was a, a, a topic of conversation on Tuesday night. His performance, um, for me, I thought he was awful on Tuesday night. Um, not only in his the way he played, but the way he, he capped the side, the way he, he was really, really quiet when it came to big moments in the game. Um, I think he improved, um, but I think somebody touched on it there to say that him and Jan alternate. I think it might have been Grizz. But Matt, I'll come to you first. Um, I was, glad, I was glad that they alternated a bit and protected a little bit more. Um, it was noticeable, wasn't it? It was noticeable that there was, there was a little bit more... They were taking in, it in a bit more, that, look, we need to defend here. We need to protect these lads.
2: Yeah, you could definitely see Chan was sitting a lot further back than usual. And even sometimes when he was forward, you can see Genie sitting a little bit. And it, what it done... I mean, Henderson's got qualities, but I think one of his worst qualities is his positional sense when he's defended. So if you only give him half the pitch to defend, then he's going to get a lot less wrong. if That makes sense in any way. But yeah, you can could, you could see Chan was sitting. And it's definitely a tactic that um, Klopp enforces. It wasn't just by chance. And he did. I mean, I've, in the past, I've never liked seeing both of them playing next to each other. But they actually played all right. I think Chan was, a, it was one of his worst games, whether that was because of the new formation or not. Because uh, he is up and down anyway, I don't know. But Henderson definitely had a better game, and he got his goal as well, which had put a bit of a shine into it.
0: Yeah, no, it, um, he gets the goal, and I think that the way the alternate is how the goal comes about because you know um, we're really good in the press, we win the ball, and we're we're clinical, and it's great. And there's Henderson, who's meant to be the deepest line midfielder, and he's he's up with storage. Um, Ian yeah. when it comes to the goal. Sorry,
2: Gwen. I was gonna say, if you watch their goal though, we weren't amazing on that break. Their defender is it <coughs> and did he? He was at
0: the midfield. He,
2: he was fucking lazy. He was awful. Henderson started behind him. And he you watch him, he's literally jogging about five miles an hour as Henderson's bombing past him. And he actually started in front of Henderson on the halfway line. And when Henderson scored that goal, he's not even within fifteen yards of their box. And he's meant to be there. Uh, defending midfielder, he was absolutely awful.
0: Yeah, it was. His attitude towards getting back was, was brutal. But um, Ian, it was it was a big change from Tuesday night when it comes to Henderson. Um, he looked more assured on the ball. Even the the one touch football around the middle of the park was a lot better. He wasn't trying to switch balls every time. He was he was keeping it simple and he was taking things over the way that sort of player should.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, well, like you say, it was night and day between Tuesday and the, yesterday. The, I, Literally. Yeah, yeah. But he gives, the thing with Henderson <laughs> Look
2: is... Look how the Grizz is with that joke. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> Henderson is doing a job for the team or a version of a job for the team. And it's not getting the best out of his actual qualities. When we first got him, Henderson's box to box. Got a massive engine on him. His natural game is to run. Do you know what I mean? And at the minute he's having to curtail that. and that's why when we when he scored that goal, like matches made out there, he breaks his nuts to get to the edge of that box. That that's the Henderson. That I think that's his natural game, box to box. Whether he's good enough to do it for us remains to be well. It's doubtful. Do you know what I mean? But he's doing a job for Liverpool. And he's not always going to get it right because it's not his natural game, <laughs> I think. So he's always, fine. he's always curbing his natural instincts. He got pelters for on Tuesday because he was shit, but he wasn't the only one. And he played well yesterday, but he wasn't the only one. It, it's, it's, it's important to not slag him too much and to not wank him off too much. Do you know what I mean? Not everything is the be-all and end-all one way or another. He's played well, but now he's got to build on it. What I will say about his goal is not only does he get there, and then when he takes a touch, I thought, oh, he's fucked it here. Yeah. But he gives everybody the eyes. He looks to the far, like to the far post, or like he's going to like go for the far post or, or even try and pass it off. And he does them all and puts it, and I, I just thought it was brilliant. Like, and I was made up for him because there's, there's certain podcasts out there and all that just that would actually line him up against the wall and shoot him if they had an opportunity. It doesn't matter what he does. doesn't matter how he does it. They've decided he's shit. Do you know what I mean? They've got, and they'll just, they just don't want to see him do well, which is, Jeremy, you know I mean? that says a lot. It, it says a, a lot, doesn't it?
2: It was a lovely finish, that. Uh, yeah, it was brilliant. He'd done them all with
1: his eyes, and he's got it in him to score. He should score a lot more goals. Do you know what I mean? He should do. But we're, we're talking about Henderson and, and Chan. I thought Chan started all right, but Wijnaldum was completely invisible for me the entire game. And I've heard people say it in the past, and I, I stick up for him. And I do think he's a good player. But something happens when he goes away and away, ground. it's like it's psychological. Now he thinks shit I, I haven't scored for like two years away from home or whatever, and he just seems to wilt a bit. And but Klopp seems to he Klopp didn't take him off, and he, in my opinion, he was he wasn't playing bad. He wasn't he just wasn't doing anything. Mm. I mean, very rarely showed for the ball. Mm. So he needs to up his game. He's maybe Klopp is those, thinking about Tuesday. And not yeah, them it's Tuesday. Po- yeah, it's possible. It's possible.
3: But when he was I making, a... I don't think Klopp saw him. He's invisible, isn't it? I don't think Klopp <laughs> yeah, honestly, invisible. it's. It, it was just so, so like. Do you know what Klopp anything? likes about him? I think I've got a theory on this. I've been thinking about it. His right? smile. Apart from his smile, because we all love his smile, right? But do you know if you if you analyze if you watch Ginny, his game is supposed to be sort of. Very much based around uh trying to get into the box at the right time. Do you remember the way Mourinho wanted Frank to play, Fat Frank Lampard, like when they had their uh, wingers like Duff and um, Robin on the flanks, and Lampard was never involved in the build-up or anything. He was just asked to just hover around that uh, on that on that edge of the on 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 the edge of the uh, box and just try to get into the box and just be on score. the end of them, whatever. Say again, sorry. Lampard used to score them. Well, this is it. You know, we were talking about Hendo. Hendo's actually, in my opinion, got a better capacity to do that. It's just my opinion. People can obviously disagree, you know. But I think Hendo is more suited, as Ian said earlier, to that role. Absolutely. I mean, Ginny, I've, I've been and saying this for a while. Well, I'd rather Hendo than Jan Swap. But what Ginny does, and possibly maybe this is what Klopp saw and kept him on, whatever, is Ginny does a lot of off the ball tracking, Ian. I f- I find, especially yeah. away from home, he does a lot of off the ball tracking of midfielders when they're making their runs. The likes of I don't know who their midfielders are making runs up, but like sort of let's say that King fella in midfield, or you know, or all Brighton, you know, helping out. He does a lot of that that goes unnoticed, so that goes in his favour. But he just doesn't get involved in 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 terms of the build up of the play. And again, I think that's a lot to do with our frenetic the way we play. Even when we're winning, we're just we're, he's still he's still further ahead of the play. For example, we don't want to go back to the Seville game, but everyone sort of criticised Hendo for not being on the edge of the box when that guy, you know, when they won the header. But did you notice the rest of our midfielders? They were all ahead of the ball. Why? So we're winning two one or whatever it was, and we're one nil and the other team have got a set piece corner. It's just the makeup and the mentality of our team. It's just something's not right. It's not. Sorry, it's not right. But it's not. It's not controlled enough. Our midfield is not controlled enough, in my opinion. I think it'll be it looked, a lot better it looked, when Coutinho it, drops in
2: or when Alana comes back. Yeah, but it looked a bit more because they look
0: a bit more controlled yesterday, lads. I have to be honest with you. Um, you know. The whole idea, something that struck me over the last couple of weeks since the season started really was the amount of times the opposition team can literally make two passes and are on air back four. And I don't think that happened too often yesterday. We looked a bit tighter. We looked a bit more organized. And Jean and Henderson in particular seem to, to steady that ship a bit. When Alan does a hell of a lot of running, he does an awful lot of closing down. But I agree with most of that he's his end product or his impact on the game is is minimal to say the least Minimal. but look um, I have to go on to this Um, Vardy makes a 3-2 and then Mignolet concedes a penalty now this is where Ian was mentioning earlier that me or him don't agree with it so I'll come to Ian last on this but Matt I'll come to you first
2: it's not a fucking penalty you dickhead
0: Are are you saying it's not a penalty yeah of course uh, is, that, is that your final answer?
2: Right. He should, two things. First of all, he should have fucking booted it away. If he's not going to yeah. boot it, he should have gone with his hands and caught it. Then it definitely wouldn't have been. Yeah. But I still think he catches the ball and then the players knock into each other. I can. But saying that, I can see understand why the why the uh, ref gave it because the touching the ball is fucking dead faint.
0: I don't think it's that the the, the, the touching the ball is dead faint. It's. He goes to hit it and it ends up behind him. So as soon as he hits the ball, the ball is behind him and it's the next si- stage of play and that's when he hits Vardy. For me it's a penalty all day long. Um that's my point of view, but look, I don't matter. I'm just asking you three. Uh Grizz, I'll come to you. do, do you think it's a penalty, do you, or do you decide what Matt and think no it's not?
3: I'm still not sure, you know. I you look again and and and, the, and, and he does get a like a sort of look first and foremost Any keeper or any professional football player, because any worth his salt, if you get there in that position and you get there first, you have to strike the ball. Even if he struck it back into play or whatever, you've got to get better, more of a contact than Mignola does. Because he near enough takes an air kick, doesn't he? And he just sort of gets, as as Matt says, a fucking faint touch. And then he just goes through on the player. If I was a ref, I would have given that penalty because the fact that you said that the ball ends up behind him. So the ref thinks, well, oh, he must have not got a touch. Do you know what I mean? So it's very difficult for the referee to see that faint, faint touch he got. Oh, I,
0: think, I don't think the ref doesn't think he gets a touch because the speed the ball is going at, in order for it to end up where it is, it needs Minulay to get a touch to slow it down because it doesn't fly beyond them. So um, it
3: kind of just, collides into them, doesn't it? Sort of, they, yeah, but kind you of, see
0: it's like nearly two actions or the referee would see it as two actions where his studs hit the ball. It goes behind him. So now he's committed to the ball. He's okay. He's hit the ball, but it's gone behind him. It's not gone where he's intended to hit it. And he's then clattered Vardy. Who's if he doesn't clatter Vardy, Vardy's in, he's he's in and he's tapping her in the net. You know, that's my opinion on it. But, um, Ian, I'll give you the last word on it because I know you disagree with me. So go ahead.
1: Yeah, I do disagree. Uh, a bit like Matt, I can see why it was given. But for me, it's if there was video referee, and I don't think it's given. You know, if you could challenge it and have a look, he hits the ball, clip fair enough. He doesn't, he doesn't deal with it, and then the pair of them collide. It's not like Vardy gets to the ball first and clips it past him, and he takes him out. Vardy doesn't touch the ball either. Do you know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? So neither yeah. of them get it. But but what I will say is, Mignolet is a shit house. Do you know what I mean? In a challenge like that. He, his eyes should light up, and he should think. Someone like Schmeichel. Schmeichel. Like comes to thinking, my I'm away. coming out. I am clearing that ball 80 yards, and I am putting that fella on his ass. I'm going to put no, me in. She's
0: going to end up
3: in a wheelchair. Yeah, I, think, I think
0: Schmeichel comes out. I think Schmeichel comes out and just goes, you know, full length, hands on the ball. And if Hardy wants to hit me while I'm on the ground, I'll have my well, knees up near, into my chest and protect me, myself. Me, and that's it might
1: be it, like a groch. They look at that. Or even if you play full-back or whatever, you play anywhere, and every now and again, you hear Gary Neville say it, you see an opportunity to win the ball and leave something on the player as well. And that, your eyes light up as a defender. Mignolet is a shit shithouse, though. He's yeah. come out for the ball. Agreed. He's got plenty of time to get there, but he's too concerned with the fella running at him. So he'd need a go with his hands, and he need a clear the ball out or the man. So he does none of the three. Because he's that concerned with getting it, and he's a big unit, Minyulei. What is he like, six foot three? Oh, he's massive, he's big, man. He's massive fella. But he's just got. I've said this in the past about our, our team. Like, we've got no grocks. you know I mean we've got mm-hmm. no one who stands up <laughs> just wants to have a scrap? And but he should have just cleaned that man out, and then we wouldn't even be having this
0: discussion. Do you know no, either. but you know, you know what I mean. We wouldn't be because if he hits that ball forward and hits it, Vardy, I think he gets a free out. Right? I think he gets a free out because he's he's made contact with the ball and Vardy's come in and hit him. But I think because the ball goes behind him, it's then a, it's it's an open ball for anyone to go for and he impedes Vardy in going for it. That's why I think it's given. But you're right, he um he completely bottles it. In my opinion, his hands should be he should be getting his hands on that ball and, and snuffing out any danger. And if you take a hit off the player, you take the hit. But um just one other thing on Migneley I wanted to touch on. He makes the penalty save.
2: Oh, fuck Um, off. He caused it. No? What? He
0: caused it. No, I know he caused it, but look, he saves it. Okay. Do you know know
1: who needs the respect, who needs the the kudos for that penalty save? John Achterberg. Because it showed you the penalties, like Vardy's last five pens, and three of the last four have gone in that exact position. And Mignole has saved five of his last eight penalties, and he's actually come out in the press in the past and said do uh, a lot get, of
3: work yeah
1: i get a lot of information from from our goalkeeping coach he's excellent with this type of information so all yeah. right Mignolet saves it but he knows where it's going and I, when i was looking at where the penalties have been i was like he's going the same place just just know that he's going the same place and he did so fair enough he saved it he kept it out but fair play to the to the to the staff do you know what i mean because they've told him exactly where that's going it was a big and
2: he's yeah. another
0: matt, it? Matt, can, matt can i ask you a question um because i know he you, you're not a fan of his i don't think but i'll ask you this question anyway if you watch the game overall yesterday um he's involved with that penalty he saves it okay fine um i think on the on verdi's second goal where he verdi heads into an empty net i think he i think he gets to that save but i think he can do more with it rather than palm it across his own goal and i think the fourth goal if he's been fouled by Okazaki. There's no doubt about that. But there's two options for me. Hit the ground, and you're definitely getting a free kick because a linesman is definitely putting his flag up, or a referee. Or you know you're being pulled. You stay standing, but you don't go for the cross, and you wait for the second ball to drop, and then you go and do the business. Um, He just seems to be all all at sea, and I've heard people go on about Carriers or Ward, and to be perfectly honest, with you, they're well within their rights to because he has a mistake in him every game, and he looks, some parts he looks great, and some parts he looks all at sea. Have you asked
2: a question there, or just answered yourself?
0: Yeah, no, just, that's, that's what, that's what <laughs> I, that's what I watch when I watched the game, when I watched the game yesterday, I just thought,
2: yeah, absolutely. this argument
0: is still going on, it's still going on, yeah. and we went, we went on about this last season, now we're really good in the running, that's fine, but we're still talking about this fella, six, mm. seven league games yeah. in. in.
2: that, in that, um, the first one, the two options are he either launches uh Hoshizaki off or he goes down. They're the two options. Yeah. Any other keeper doesn't let a fucking five foot six striker, striker keep hold of him. You launch him off. Um In the Vardy one, first of all, I thought his position was shit anyway. So that's why he was further out and, and he has to react quickly. And then secondly, the palm he got to it was weak. But that that is being a bit harsh because it did come out at him really quick. So I think it's more as Position and than the actual palm. Uh, speaking on two keepers, I do love Carius, but I'd be more than happy to see Ward given a go. I mean, he gets stuck in, maybe brings a bit of that uh, knob-a-dish that you need from a keeper. They're meant to be the fucking the nutters that go into any challenge, aren't they? And clear the whole box out. And I don't know if Carius is that man. So yeah, I'll be happy with Ward going in there. Well,
1: do you know what? What I say about those two goals? The one way I Okazaki's hanging off him. Okazaki's a five foot five. Midget fella, do you know what I mean? Danny Ward doesn't even feel him on him. He just, he just come out. Danny Ward's a groch. Comes out, punches that ball. It's
2: gone.
1: Yeah. The 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 other one where Minnie doesn't doesn't get to Vardy in time and he gives the penalty away. Carrius one hundred percent gets there before Vardy because he's a lot quicker and a lot more proactive off his line. So either one of those keepers does better than those in those two
0: goals. Do you know what I mean? It's just, you know, with the first thing, sorry, Chris, I'm going to come to you now, Grizz, because I said this at the end of last season. The the, the major issue I have with this is we are talking about Mignolet and the pros and cons six league games into a season again. And this is the issue I have. You you need to be in a position where you trust the goalkeeper and he's had plenty of time to earn his trust. And it seems to me that he's going to need to be dropped again. And then he's going to have to come back 10 games later and be this brilliant goalkeeper because he needs to be dropped to prove himself. And we haven't got the time for that. Is that a
2: question or are you just answering yourself? No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I stick with the Grizz. Grizz knows I said this at the end of last season.
3: I don't remember you saying it as well. I don't. Because you never remember mine, so I'm not remembering (laughs) yours as all tit for tat. But yeah, no, I I do actually, Gav. You did... But do you know what the frustrating thing is? You know you guys talking about the first part where he gets a a tug from Okazaki. Look, it was a tug, right? I think we're slightly being harsh on him for that one, right? But you're right. A a more physical and commanding keeper just throws him off. And the thing is, they practice that in their pre-match routines. John Atterberg actually does that, Ian. Do you know when the the crosses go... Yeah, I'm sure. They use, like, Rupee must, Ruby rug, pads, that's, stuff, something. that's it. Yeah. They rough him up. They, and he sort of pushes it about. So he practices it. They practice his pre-match. They give it a good 20 minutes and he's like sort of, you know, if this happens in the box, you know, you just shove him off. Because how often do you see a penalty given for a, ref, um, for a keeper shoving the, a striker out of the way? It's just the norm, isn't it? It's the given. You're allowed to do it kind of thing. The keepers get away with that kind of thing. Why he doesn't do that and sort of just, almost, you know, lets him, lets him, well, not almost, lets him put him off getting the ball. It's ridiculous. And it's just, you know, it's just a mentality thing as well. It's just, there's no, you know, commanding forcefulness about him. It's like, there's no presence about him. Is That's my yourself? biggest gripe. My biggest gripe with Mignole, there's no presence about him. You don't, you know, you just naturally don't feel comfortable with, you know, with him around. And, you know, it is worrying. You're right. There was improvement. I said it as well, Gav, in response to your Mignole, out shouts. I was saying, well, let's give him the benefit of the doubt, because he was showing more authority. And again, even though the mistake... Alright, Okazaki pulls him. He does make a conscious effort to go for the ball, which I do like, personally. He does actually go for the punch. You know, but he's just not... He's just not for us, is he?
0: No, I don't think he is. And this constant to and frown, he is good enough, he's not good enough, he's in-form, he's out-form, it's just not good enough. But look, um. We'll probably see it again next week and we'll probably discuss it again next week because that's just a sore goalkeeper he is. Look, I only have 10 minutes left. Um, I wanted to touch on something really quickly. Um, the day trippers Jordan the Week there uh, announced a live event that they're doing on the 22nd of October. Um, David Faircloth is the guest at the live event. This all kicks off at 2 p.m. If people want to go to lfcdt.com and go to the shop on that website, you can buy tickets. I think it's £10 for general admission. And ten pounds, ten euros for general admission. Um, twenty euros for admission plus. Um, you get your picture taken with David Fairclough and a signed copy of his book, which is super value. Um, I think that's less than it's actually valued at in in bookstores. But um, just get onto the website, get your tickets. It should be a great day. Plenty of day trippers will be down there for the full day. Um, lads, I want to move on to the last thing. And um, again, I'm going to let you choose for each other on this one. It's game shows and um. Ian, I'll start with you, and I want you to choose the game <laughs> show that you would send Grizz on to, and um, to win you some money. So, Ian, oh, you choose for he's Grizz. He's not
1: winning shit. What would I send Grizz on? Uh, game show. Okay. I would put Grizz on, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. <laughs> uh, or I'm an ITK, get me out of here, whatever you want to call it. But, and that's just because I've seen some of the food he's at, and those witchetty grubs are like a starter to him on a normal day. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> I think he'd be sound in those regard. He'd be able to put anything away. As long as it was halal, it's going down. <laughs> as to do it.
3: I like so, it. I think I he'd like be all right
1: there. And he's good, good company, Chris. So, he'd be good around good a around campfire and all that. Uh, and he, he wouldn't even get depressed about how long he's been there because he's a fucking absolute buzz, is he? So he wouldn't know how long he's been there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. uh, everyone's like, we've been here for six weeks. And he's like, what oh, what day is it? I thought it was Wednesday because he's that type of person.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know like he, I think he's done well today to remember we played Leicester yesterday. So um,
1: so I'd send him on that to because I think he'd do well on it. And then the one that I wouldn't, I, I think he'd be abysmal on. Would be catchphrase because it, it's <laughs> like he's got like early onset Alzheimer's or something, and he, he he's like he's like Dory out find Finding Nemo, and he just can't remember anything. Like That's Mr. Chip will come on the Drop screen on catchphrase. Catch yeah,
3: it's it, still on it's now. Still, is it still going? Yeah, it's still
1: Shit. on. I, it, if something would come on for him, and he'd be like, uh, 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 and then he'd never, he wouldn't get a single question right, but he'd always know the answer after he'd been told it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was saying uh, the other day. He'd, he'd, get, uh, he'd, uh, he'd
0: himself a catchphrase <laughs> medal made up, wouldn't
1: he? Yeah, he's got, yeah
3: exactly, yeah. He's got all like, right, so
0: Grizz, um, <laughs> I'm going to let you choose from Matt. Um, what would he be good at, and what would he not be good at?
3: Do you know what? This is not planned, and it's brilliant the way it's worked out because I was really hoping that I get to choose for Matt. It's amazing how things work out. Because for me, Matt, I would definitely put Matt, and for me, Matt would be go, going on, give us a clue. 100% give us a clue. Because the the less Matt talks, the better for everyone. There's no <laughs> way. Honestly, there's no way we can understand what Matt's, what he's fucking talking about, because he's pissed. Because he's actually pissed right now. Listeners don't know this, but Matt is pissed, right, as you can tell right, from the shit he comes out with. So give us a clue, Matt. No words, just signal to us what the fuck you're talking about. That's the best <laughs> one. Charades. give us a clue. Um what would, I, what would Matt be crap at? Nothing, mate. Which one would he... Never, which one would he... I think he'd be... And actually, he'd, I, I think he'd be good at... Yeah, you know that... Do you remember that... um What's that bald head? Crystal Maze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matt would be fucking superb in Crystal Maze because Matt's like that. Matt's one of those... Mad fuckers that just jumps into sort of mud pools and shit, aren't you, Matt, and just finds fish where <laughs> fish don't even exist. You know, shit so like that. So you're giving them
0: you're giving him give us a clue and the crystal mazes, right? And you yeah, just made, said and your original thought was what would he be bad at? And then you said the crystal yeah, maze would wanted... be great at that. <laughs> no, no, yeah, this this my point. He'd be no, no, shit no, no, on no, catchphrase no, no, him.
3: No, no no what I'm saying is like there's two shows that he'd be great at.
0: Okay. I'll change and my you... mind. I, do you want? Do you want to leave it at that and just say nothing bad about him?
3: Yeah, go on, man. Go on,
1: man. All right. Matt so, is definitely Matt. getting his head stuck in some sort of event in the Aztec zone in Crystal Maze. Though have you <laughs> seen the fucking gammon head on him? That's
3: true. Fucking, fucking pop kettle, isn't
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, um, Matt, you'll have to you'll have to choose for me, Matt. So what am I good at And what am I not going to do? I'm not going to fare well on.
2: All right. Um. Fuck now. I reckon alright. I put you as good at the krypton factor. Because I reckon you'll be alright. Wait, wait, you'll be alright in the questions. And I reckon you can get under that net, that full sprint. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you might be a bit slow getting up them ramps but you're fucking power through there you wouldn't ramp. even have to do i'm, wearing
0: it. Wearing it. I'm not wearing the bands on the fucking assault course
2: and then, and then you have to go up yes you, to... <laughs> like, you have to go up this ramp and then you have to go down the ramp on the other side have you ever seen <laughs> Hang on, have i'm you
3: ever... imagining I'm Have have ever seen you... hawk
2: with that big fat lad tucks his legs behind his head and rolls down. Rolls <laughs> yeah. on the way down, <laughs> and then he just rolls to the end and he's sorted. <laughs> I am uh, good Alright, <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe uh, okay. That's what you're good at, <laughs> good in fact. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I reckon you're bad at maybe catchphrase because you keep spelling the words wrong. Like instead of three, you'll spell it tree. And, uh, fucking, instead of murder, you're spelling going and all this, uh, you'll get no points every fucking
0: round. <laughs> right, so I'm bad that's what I'm, go- so I'm, yeah, you,
2: you go has been, you're good at running on the and your shit is bad You're being
0: enough me, that's fair enough, Oh, you have to pick for Ian, um, Ian is a lot more intelligent than people, um, actually realise. Fuck it, off. Yes, he, he is, that's, that's genuine, he is, um. <laughs> he isn't as he likes to say, but um, he is more intelligent than he is. I think he'd be really good on who wants to be a millionaire. Right? I'd smash that. Uh, I'd smash it, you're right. I, tell you what, I, I think he'd, he'd nearly be chatting up Chris Tarrant, you know. um, He'd be you know, giving them the oils and everything, I you'd be nearly sorting them out with easier questions. I think he'd be really good at that. Um what would he be bad I've got at? No
1: friends, though. For phone a friend, that'd be fucked. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: you, got... You, got Griz. Griz. you got my
1: number, you got my number. I think Chris is in KFC. <laughs>
2: Hold on a second, Chris. Hold on a second, Chris. Your fish. That's uh, two chicken makers, four
0: chips.
2: Wait there, Chris mate. I'll be there in a
0: sec. There's no way. There's no way. Gris is answering that question in 30 seconds, either. Not a fucking chance. But um, do you know, like, yeah, I think he he knows the stuff. So I, I go with him on. He wants to be a millionaire. But having said that, I think he'd be really bad on the chase. And the reason is because there's a. You know the way they put the person up the top there, the chase or whatever the fuck. Yeah, if that's what they call them. There's a good chance he is climbing up there to give him a slap. Oh, oh. Um I think he. I think he's just had enough of them after about 35 seconds when it's not going his way and they the be uproar and what's the what's yeah, the, the deck uh, condescending
1: as well. The deck condescending yeah, yeah.
0: there I hate them. Holster um his name's <laughs> gone out of my head but I think he could hold the flip off as well at some stage. Sadly, so sadly on the ace for um, more legal reasons than nothing else. But um lads we're at the end. Um we're bang on the hour. Um it was really good. Um we won a game. It's all good. We move on to is it Wednesday? in moscow tuesday tuesday sorry tuesday and um, we move on to then um i'm sure to be content during the week on from the trippers and different things we'll be back next sunday um thanks to ian matt Grizz, i've been gab your host we'll talk to you next week for episode five over in a
2: Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at
1: Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.